Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Yeah. Happy Pentecost. Do you all have your plane? I, I haven't decided exactly the use for it yet, but I think that we'll do as I'm processing it, and you're all standing, let's wave it like anything as we're coming down the aisle after confession and forgiveness. Well, today is Pentecost, and thank you for wearing red. I just happened to throw this on this morning. <laughs> it works. <coughs> and, you know, Pentecost is 50 days after Easter. You have to count Easter as one of those days. If you look on your calendar, when you go home, I want you to count. Count from Easter today, you'll see it's 50 days after Easter. So today in the gospel, you will hear uh, Jesus promising to send the advocate to the disciples. However, in Acts, the first reading, you will actually hear the story of Pentecost. So that's what I will be preaching on today. There's a phrase in there that really I, drives home to me is, an old man will dream dreams. And that is what inspired me to become a pastor. So I'll tell you more about that in my uh, sermon today. But I think it, you know, uh, we can have an example of what I'm talking about. Now, I haven't asked anyone this, but is there any old men here today? <laughs> yeah. All right. See, I knew there'd be some. Ray, you're a rarity. Stand up. Okay. So, Ray. Do you still have dreams and plans for yourself? All the time. There you go. I rest my case. Sit down, Ray. <laughs> Even though we're old, and I know I'm old because you know why? My wife got me these things for my glasses, see? That hang on, you know? And you ever see the uh, commercial for, uh, what is it, progressive insurance? Where there's the guy that says, we don't want you to become your parents. You know, so <laughs> this is it. So I found out this morning that I, I became my parents, so. It's a, it's, a, it's a holiday for me today, really truly is. Um, visitors, any visitors with us today for the first or second time, please stand up and introduce yourself and tell us where you're from. I'm Charles, and uh, originally from Pittsburgh, I lived in New Orleans for the last year. Oh, very nice. Well, welcome. We have a, a, a gift bag. Corky. Here we have a nice gift bag for you. There you go. If my favorite in there is a little thing of popcorn, it says, thanks for popping in. So <laughs> we, we love to give those out. On Saturday here at, at 3.30, we will have the wedding of Catherine and Nick, uh, Catherine Williams and Nick Valenti. So they're members of our church, and they're getting married here next Saturday. Though this coming Saturday, I should say. Don't forget to come to fellowship right after service. In Perry Hall, we have uh, a fellowship and uh, a refreshment, and it's a very enjoyable time after service, and I hope I meet you back there. Bible and a Biscuit continues on Tuesday. It was on Thursday. It's been switched to Tuesday, and it's really a great group of uh, people that come for Bible and a Biscuit, and uh, I look forward to it myself. Now, announcements are now attached to the bulletin, so they can't fall out, okay? You are not permitted to read this during my sermon. All right. Then I, I hate to end on a sad note, but I must this morning because Felicia Grant passed away this morning. And uh, uh, we pray for the family. We don't need to pray for Felicia. She's already saved. She is with Jesus right now. So uh, let's remember the family of Felicia Grant in your prayers. With that said, let us prepare our hearts for service.
please rise and face the baptismal font where we began our life as Christians. Alleluia, Christ is risen. May his grace and peace be with you. And fill our hearts with joy. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>
grace of our Lord, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Amen. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. 
For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son, pray together. God, our creator, the resurrection of your son offers life to all people of the earth. By your Holy Spirit, kindle in us the fire of your love, empowering our lives for service and our tongues for praise. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from Acts chapter 2. When the day of the Pentecost had come, the apostles were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are, those, are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phyria and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? 
But others sneered and said, they're filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the second reading is from Romans chapter 8. For all those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Gospel according to St. John. You, O Lord. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, but if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. In my name, ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. 
This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. The Holy Gospel, your Lord. In the last days it will be that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall, see, shall dream dreams. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The reading from Acts has special meaning for me, so here's my story. It was about 12 years ago, and I was sitting in a pew at church. It was the last church I was at, St. Peter. But it was before I became a pastor, and it was during the second service when the reader read this verse from Acts. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And I can't say why. I can't exactly explain it. But the power of the Spirit came upon me. God poured out his Spirit on me. Now, it has happened before. In baptism, of course, God pours out his Spirit on you. But I think the second time for me was at St. Peter Lutheran Church. And how appropriate that it came on Pentecost, the anniversary of the disciples receiving the Holy Spirit. Peter quotes God in Job saying, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And I was doused with the Holy Spirit, and when it got to the verse, and old men will dream dreams, it was clear to me that it spoke to me. It was for me my call to ministry. Yes, old man, we want you. It's time for you to be called, and old men shall dream dreams. I went home, and that thought, that voice, that spirit became unremitting, constantly there, but not in a talking voice, per se. It was a feeling, an innervating presence, and it was persistent. Unremitting is the best way to describe it. The call, the feeling never stopped. So I tried to reason with the spirit. I have a full-time job. I cannot afford to pay tuition or even get the time off to attend seminary. But old men will dream dreams. Kept coming at me. And it's true, brothers and sisters, the spirit will always win. The spirit will always get its way. That same week, I read in the paper about a minister who attended partially online and partially on campus seminary to pursue the ministry. I started looking for similar 
Lutheran seminaries and found that Luther Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota had a five-year program where I could attend online classes and attend classes on campus in the summer and in the winter. Winter is called J-term, so mostly in January and during the summer we would attend class on campus. The Spirit was doing it, pointing me in the direction the Spirit wanted me to take. And old men shall dream dreams. Okay, okay, I'm calling the seminary. I called the seminary and got all the information I needed, and I started thinking, how can I do this? I'm old. My brain doesn't function like it did in my younger days. But before I went any further, I decided that when Dale came home from work that day, that I would tell her about what I was thinking. I was very, I was very nervous that afternoon. Amazingly, though, Dale's response was more like, really? That's great. Tell me more about this. That had to be the Holy Spirit right there. Totally an unexpected reaction. I thought, thank you, Dale, and then I thought, maybe the Spirit is working through her too, and old men shall dream dreams. And even though a plan was forming, the calling of the Spirit never let up. It was almost like the Spirit thought that if I let up on this guy, he'll get cold feet. So the Spirit just kept keeping on. And I realized that whatever objection I had would be cast aside by the Spirit. Do you really think I can learn Greek and Hebrew at this age, Spirit? By the way, they don't teach Greek and Hebrew in seminary anymore, of course. They waited till after I graduated to change that rule. But the spirit never blinked, and old men shall dream dreams. And I found that the best way to deal with what the spirit wants to do is just to let go. Just let go and free fall. Don't hold on to your old life. The spirit was making something new in me. It was the spirit of God, this call, that brought me from the pew in St. Peter to you, as your interim pastor. The Spirit made that happen. And even though I am your interim, I believe that it was meant to be. That for some reason I was meant to be here at this time. That the Spirit wanted me to be here at this time. And old men shall dream dreams. And here is an important thing that you should get from this message. We are all called, all of us, in one way or another. The Spirit is poured out on all of us, not just a few. God has a plan for all of us. As God says in Jeremiah, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, Plans to give you hope and a future. And old men shall dream dreams. And as I've grown in my vocation and in my call and in the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, it, call, it occurs to me that the call wasn't to be specifically 
to just be a pastor. No. It was to transform my life, to use my skills and talents that I have honed over my life to transform my life, to be a follower of Jesus Christ. I interpreted it as a call to ministry, which I do not regret. But for all of us, it's a call to change direction, to be part of something different than what you were, to be kinder and gentler maybe, I don't know, but to be open to all and welcoming, to love as God loves. And just the thought that I would raise up to God, why God? Why did it take so long? Why did you wait to pour out your spirit and lead me to a new place at my age? Or maybe, why did it take so long for me to listen? To listen. And I thought about this and it occurred to me that maybe God needs some time to work with us so we will be worthy and successful in what he wants us to do. God made us out of clay, and he molds us to where he wants us to be. Then wham! Here's a dose of the Spirit, Nick. Bam! Right between the eyes, Nick. It's your time to for a change, Nick. God is ready. Or should I say that God has worked with us so that we are ready, and bam! An old man will dream dreams. Well, since I had taken a call and had grown into being a pastor, I've been blessed with seeing others of our church and synod hear a call to ministry. They might not realize the joy that's in my heart for them. And I also rejoice when the Spirit is poured out in situations that require a change of heart, like a change of heart of a married couple when they seek help and get help, and have turned their lives around. The Spirit is being poured out on them. And I see the Spirit poured out on the alcoholic who has turned away from alcohol and is struggling. The Spirit will be poured out on you, and you too will be healed. I see the Spirit poured out on families as they struggle with substance abuse and mental health issues and are trying to do what they can for their afflicted one. The Spirit is trying to help you too. Be open to God's Spirit. The Spirit is being poured constantly upon us. You can rely on the Spirit. If you turn to the Spirit, she will be there. She's God's utility infielder. She's God's backup quarterback that comes off the bench and helps you win to change your life, to change your attitude, to change your direction, to change. And it's hard for Lutherans specifically to understand that you need to change. I was asked once, how many Lutherans does it take to change a light bulb? Change? We don't change. But do not fear, brothers and sisters. The Spirit is poured out on us, young and old. We will be able to change. 
because God loves you, and so do I. Amen. as we confess our faith through the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, 
eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate with the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge and the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. For the church. God of grace, hear our prayer. For the earth. God of grace, hear our prayer. For those who are in need of food, shelter, and a safe environment. God of grace, hear our prayer. For the sick, especially Susan Bayman, Janice Daly, Gay Green, Alberta Holden, Paul Letts, Mary Lou Schofield, Lisa and Roger Strong, Bill Sutton, Ron Wagner, Leo Schussler, Kathy Lear, and those on our lips and in our hearts. God of grace, hear our prayer. We praise you for those saints who have gone before us. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all of our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Share with one another a sign of Christ's peace. Peace be with you, brother. Peace be with you, Helen. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace. The Lord be with you. up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our 
Betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, broke it, and blessed it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good.
Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. 
We give you thanks, generous God, for in this bread and cup, we have tasted the new heaven and earth, where hunger and thirst are no more. Send us from this table as witnesses to the resurrection, that through our lives all may know life in Jesus' name. God, the author of life, Christ the living cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen.